and welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello! Oh, hello! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> it's happening again. Okay, so, well, at least this is my episode to edit. Oh, that's so true. Okay. That is so true, girlfriend. We're gonna figure this shit out for the next episode. We're having the shittiest time <laughs> with our sound. Our All of our shit got dismantled for family reasons. And microphones were reset, and we don't know how Dis- to fix that. <laughs> Fucking taken the fuck apart. All of my settings got redone, <laughs> and we're trying to figure it out between the microphone and Audacity, and it is fun. So if you blew your eardrums out, or if we blew your eardrums out... You're welcome. ...and made them bleed, and you had to go to the doctor, just send us your bill. Or it's our fault. Or right. shove them up your ass, because <laughs> I'm not responsible for your not being able to turn your volume down. Oh my not God. my fucking problem. Okay. I love you all the same. I'm going to turn the gain down just a scotch. <laughs> if you guys can hear me blink, that's my fault. My microphone setting may be off just a scotch. <laughs> Just by looking at our screen right now, we're a little loud, but Uh, it's getting better. This is going to be a bitch to edit, but I'm here for it. Anyways, we are... (laughs) We We missed you. We missed you, and I don't know what Katie's talking about, but I have the funniest motherfucking opener. Well, I think so, because I'm like a little kid when it comes to, when you say like potty jokes. Yes! (laughs) So, I Although, take the word potty out of it. Yeah, well... Kids say potty jokes. Well, we are not children. <laughs> I said, I'm like a little kid, Katie. Girlfriend, just... Not in a weird way. Not, just, that's not in a weird... Wow. <clears throat> it was just... This is going south fast. So, originally, <laughs> when we before we figured out that there was a sound issue, Mandy <laughs> was playing with a pussy toy, and... Well, Katie was calling herself Mandy earlier, so I I really wasn't. Take what you want from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was so good. It had a feather and everything. <laughs> a ball she could do her kegels with a little feather hanging out. It was great. That way if it gets stuck up in there, you just get sucked in there, you just pull it out with the feather. You can it's like a safety. You can like suck things up in there. I Dude, that is a talent. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. I do it all the time. My kegels are strong. <laughs> it's kind of my steez. <laughs> Alright, what what you got? Alright. So there is a cryptid in Tanzania called the Popobawa. <gasps> no way. Yes. Have you heard of the Popobawa? I don't believe so. Well, you are it in for sounds... a you all are in for a fucking treat cuz this is so fun to read, first of all. So this is an article on cracked.com. Oh, I love that website. I know, they're so funny. There's also some construction going on in my house right now, so if you hear some loud bangs, I'm really sorry. It's Mandy's pussy toy. But <laughs> I put Don't. it in a box. It's like the golden snitch or whatever. Like it's trying to get out. But it really wants my puss right now. <laughs> E-cat. E-cat. Pussy cat. Mm-hmm. Not, not mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She sits on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is from crack.com. And I am just going to read it straight from there. Because whoever their editor is is the fucking best. I mean, I was like crying reading this. And I have read this many times and I still cry when I laugh every time. 
Tanzania is the perfect holiday destination for people who enjoy hot weather, beautiful sunsets, and being sodomized in their sleep <laughs> by an ethereal bat-winged <laughs> penis ogre. Yeah. I want a tattoo of whatever that is. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. Wait till you see the picture. It'll be a really ugly tattoo. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. It'll be a good conversation starter. What is that? That is the Pobobawa, the penis ogre. That winged penis ogre. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So legend says that the beast is known as the Popobawa, and it has been menacing Tanzanian island or the Tanzanian island of Pemba in his own unique style ever since the seventies. He can be. <laughs> He can be identified. I just know it's coming because I read this. So it's like it's making me laugh, and you guys don't even know what I'm like laughing at. Okay. Anyway, he can be identified by his smell, reputed oh. to be quite pungent, and also by the fact that he is a one-eyed flying ogre with his spam javelin launched into your rectum. <laughs> spam javelin. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> He attacks men only, sneaking into their houses at night and butt burglaring them for up to an hour. Then, in an oddly familiar twist to anyone who reads superhero comics, demanding that they tell all their friends about him. (laughs) Crime has a new enemy. His name is Penis Ogre Rapist Man. We know what you're thinking, that this legend... I don't think you do. This legend got started because some dude's wife expressed curiosity about the odd grunts and slaps she heard when she came home unexpectedly one day. The dude quickly threw out a story about an implausible marauding fuck monster while the gardener hid in the closet and quickly put on his trousers. <laughs> that would not, however, explain the actual hysteria that surrounds the Popobawa and many alleged not. sightings. <laughs> oh my god. What would explain it is their country being full of flying rape ogres. <laughs> How do we kill it? There is no silver bullet for the Popobawa folklore. However, a mob did successfully hack a Popobawa to death once. Though, at the time, the creature had taken the form of a random, mentally ill villager. (laughs) It is is entirely possible that when the man confessed to being Popobawa, he was in fact speaking figuratively. (laughs) You're going to have so much fun editing this. You'd be fucking care. to hack up a Popo Bower one. It's actually just some mentally ill dude. But he was he was figuratively speaking. He was he was pretending at the time to be a mentally ill villager, but he was he was the Popo But he's Bower. a dick ogre. That's cool. He's a he's a fucking butt rapist, but that's cool. Oh so my god. That is my story of penis ogre rapist man. <laughs> the flying fellacer, as Katie would say. The spam javelin hanging out. <laughs> spam javelin. Butt burglar in the neighborhood. Oh my god. You guys better watch out. Fucking love Men, it. Men, sleep with your chastity belts on or you're fucked. Because once you've heard this, he's coming for you. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Ew. That's so true. So fucking amazing. <laughs> Isn't that the best ever? <laughs> 
Oh my Don't mind God. us. I hope you guys enjoyed that. As I much hope as you we could. Do. I hope you could hear Mandy telling you that over my incessant fucking laughing. My stomach hurts so fucking bad I right now. I don't know if this is gonna come through. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be like ten minutes of you laughing. <laughs> so fucking funny. So let's go again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It'll just be ten more minutes. Of me Oh my god. So that is the best cryptid I have ever read about. I he is just I the tits, am, man. Or the The dick man. The dick man. I am so fucking sad that I have never heard of him before. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I stumbled upon him like years ago. Did you? I he wasn't into me because I'm like I'm a lady. Because you got the tip. <laughs> <laughs> and when I read it, I was like, this is fucking gold like i have never <laughs> heard of this before but it is the best and actually tanzania is sounds very, like a great destination well they have very little folklore in tanzania so it is pretty amazing that this came came out of there <laughs> so anyway i hope you guys enjoyed that because if you did that means you are just like us you are our people you're a weirdo just like us who find humor in penis stuff your penis t- jokes. You totally were just like we are. Yeah, we. Well, the name is like legit. Oh my god! It, it really works for us. It describes us to a T. My stomach hurts so fucking bad. That was amazing. I'm surprised you didn't like pee your pants. I was trying not to fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> trying not to fart. That was, that was so. <laughs> fucking funny dude if i made you laugh so hard you started farting i would be like that is the victory that i never knew i needed like the fucking like the giggle farts when people are like the giggle farts oh i like when people are like trying not to fart and you like walk up the stairs it's like like when you're super pregnant and you're like please don't anyone walk behind me i have no ab muscles right now my asshole is like permanently open You this guys are definitely you guys are definitely getting more than you bargained for. Yeah. Because so feel free to turn back now if you'd like. Or don't. When we come back, my topic is not nearly as cool as I fucking thought it was. <laughs> After Mandy gave us this fucking gold. Because I'm talking about the dark history of nursery rhymes. So we will be Ooh, right I love back. That, though. I'm a supposed to follow <laughs> your man butt fucking one-eyed dick ogre i mean as long as you make me laugh till i cry we're good I, i'm just kidding I can't, I can't do that i'm just kidding like my my um story is not even a story it just kind of like dry humps my <laughs> my love for history 
Yeah, I know. Compared <laughs> to what you just fucking talked I'm about, just I'm like, joking. I kind of want to just jump off joke. the roof right now <laughs> because I can't, no. I can't uh, compete with that. No, first of all, just the title "Dark Nursery Rhymes" sounds really up my alley. Okay. Well, it's gonna have to be because I don't have anything <laughs> else prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I have prepared for you. This is this is all I have for you. Okay, so everybody that listens to us knows that I fucking love history. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these, I'm like, oh, I don't even remember those. Like it's you remember titles and you remember like certain bits and pieces, or you may remember them differently. But everybody at least knows. Of the nursery rhymes, or at least I hope you do. Otherwise, whoever raised you fucking blows. <laughs> just, just kidding. Maybe a little Word bit Word to sometimes. your mama. <laughs> right. Hashtag mom suck. Just kidding. Um, so this is probably between 10 and 12 dark and disturbing origins of popular nursery rhymes. Okay. So we get to talk about things that we've known since childhood or thereabouts and what they really derive from okay which is origin story. this is where my where my nerd alert heart comes from because <laughs> i'm like oh yeah history so from plagues to prostitution burning at the stake none of these are topics you would talk to a toddler about i don't know why because then your kids are just fucking stupid however right. so Raising a bunch of babies a bunch of fucking sissies <laughs> sissy babies right however so many of the nursery rhymes we all grew up singing have such dark origins that you'd be shocked to find you were taught these in school and kids are still being taught these rhymes now like ring around the rosy that kind of thing sort of <clears throat> so <clears throat> i had to cut <clears throat> make sure you cut that shit out um <laughs> i think the cum bubble that you're trying to clear from your throat is going to stay in <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) I just, I got nothing for you. I know. You're welcome. Just leave it there. I have to say something because you just made me, like, fucking cry until I almost farted. (laughs) So, I just gotta, I just gotta keep them coming, okay? (laughs) In your throat. (laughs) No homo. Teach Mandy how to properly use the term "no homo." Listen, earlier. I think it, it was, was so. I funny. think it was a, an appropriate time because I said "no homo" and I lifted up my shirt to show her my bra. So yeah. I think it was appropriate. No, she used it wrong. Anyway, so the first <laughs> one is "London Bridge is falling down." Okay. So "London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down." London Bridge. Can you please sing it for me? I will not. <laughs> London, London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Would you like me to sing them and then you explain them? No. My fair lady, set a man to watch all night, watch all night, watch all night, set a man to watch all night, my fair lady. Suppose the man should fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep. Suppose Wait, is the this man... still London Bridges? Yeah. Suppose what? the man should fall asleep, my fair lady. There are several theories behind the origin of this rhyme, but the one that really stands out is the one about human sacrifice. Ooh. It was believed that a bridge would collapse unless a human sacrifice was buried at the foundations. The practice is called immurement, which is the practice of entombing someone within a structure where they slowly die from lack of food and water. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've heard of that. So if you think about it, a game was played while singing this song where two kids form an arch 
The others run underneath it until the end oh, of the song. that's right. And then the arch. Whoever, come. yeah, whoever was left at the end was trapped by the hands of the two kids forming the arch. Oh, shit. Doesn't that sound creepy now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know we were talking about my boo face earlier, but he, you know how they moved the London Bridge to, yes. like, somewhere in the U.S.? Yeah. I can't remember where. Yeah. They, that's the first time I ever heard of that. They showed where they would, like, they would be alive and they'd fucking... Wall them up in this little hole. So die there. That's a that was a common thing. That's so terrible. No wonder that bitch is haunted. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. So Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? Mm-hmm. With silver bells and cockle shells and pretty <laughs> maids all in a row. The Mary. I, don't know why I find that funny. The Mary referred to in this rhyme is Mary the first, who's Bloody Mary. Okay. The daughter. Of Catherine of Aragon and Henry VIII. Okay. Henry VIII wanted to marry Anne Boleyn, the famous Protestant Reformation, the freeing of, you know, all that shit. Like, breaking away from the church, fuck the Pope, whatever. Right. Creating his own religion. Exactly. The Anglican Church. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, He petitioned the Catholic Church for a divorce time and time again, which he was refused. So he isolated himself from the Catholic Church and created the Anglican Church. As a result of this, England was, at the time of Mary's reign, divided between the Catholics and Protestants. When Mary came to the throne, she wanted to convert England to Catholicism again. Now, just food for thought, for those of you that aren't fucking nerds like I am, (laughs) that love fucking Tudor history, um, Mary I was Bloody Mary, and she was... Both of her parents, Henry and Catherine, were very pious people. Mm -hmm. They were both very Catholic people. Mm -hmm. The only reason he wanted to divorce Catherine of Aragon was because she was not producing male heirs. Mm -hmm. And once she hit a certain age, she wasn't producing heirs anymore anyways. Yeah. So, you know, once Anne Boleyn came along, everyone knows that fucking story. Mary never liked her to begin with because it wasn't her mother. So Mary, from the beginning, was against Protestant Church and the Reformation I mean, and everything. That's because very, That's understandable. Because he only did that to get a divorce yep. from her mother. Which, how Catholic can that make you? You're like, well, I'm going to make my own section of Catholic and, religion. And originally, the Reformation, the only thing that was different was... Divorce. Divorce. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, he's a king and I'm like, I get what I want. It was very Catholic, except you could divorce. Yeah. Very little things were, you know, different from the religion. He definitely did that from a very selfish standpoint. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Anyways, um, he created the Anglican church. As a result of this, England was at the time of Mary's reign divided between the Catholics and the Protestants. When Mary came to the throne, she wanted to convert England to Catholicism again, going contrary, contrary, to England's wishes since most of England was happily Protestant. Her short reign from 1553 to 1558 was marked thus by the execution of thousands of Protestants. The silver bells and cockle, sh- er, yeah, cockle shells are torture devices from her time. Oh, shit. And the pretty maids all in a row are referred to the hundreds of women burnt at the stake for the crimes of being Protestant. Oh, my. So she was referred Gosh. to as Bloody Mary, just so you know, is because of how many fucking Protestants she killed because they refused to revert back to Catholicism. Yeah, that's fucked up. Three blind mice. 
Three blind mice, three blind mice, see how they run, see how they run. No, I'm not going to fucking sing it. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> no, I was just being nice and watching you. <laughs> they all ran after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Did you ever see such a thing in your life as three blind mice? I didn't even know that's how that fucking bitch went. <laughs> this is another rhyme dedicated to Mary the First Reign, also known as Bloody Mary. The three mice are believed to be a trio of Protestant bishops, Hugh Latimer, Nicholas Radley, and the Archbishop of Canterbury, Thomas Cranmer. I thought you were going to say a trio of bitches. I don't know why. Depending on your view of this history, they could be a trio of bitches (laughs) who conspired to overthrow Mary. Now, they were all under her father's... They were, like, in his cabinet. So they were happily Protestant. They refused to help her. So what did she do? She had them killed. Mm. So, again... um, Protestant bishops Hugh Latimer, Nicholas Radley, and the Archbishop of Canterbury, Thomas Cranmer, who conspired to overthrow Mary. They were obviously unsuccessful and were found out and then burned at the stake for treason and heresy. It was mistakenly believed that she also blinded and dismembered them, as the rhyme goes, as if being burnt alive wasn't enough. Oh my gosh. Now, I don't know how much of that is true, but... Unless you wanted to torture her prey. Interesting. Before she... Yeah. Maybe she got off on that shit. Like that uh, fucking woman from New Orleans. Yeah. Like to torture people. Mm Mm-hmm. Never know. Jack and Jill. Now, I've heard a couple different things about Jack and Jill, and I have a second article to refer to. Okay. Um, I don't know that I've really heard much about that. Yeah. Any of them. I just love this stuff. Yeah, this stuff is really And it's also like, um, I also love like etymology, where you learn where different words and phrases come from. Yeah, that is really neat. I love that. So Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown and and Jill came tumbling after. I can't even fucking talk and I'm not even drunk. (laughs) And Jim came tumbling (laughs) And Jim's bitch. (laughs) Jim's bitch ass fell too. (laughs) The origin story is that it's actually brothers. (laughs) Jack and Jim. Have you seen that? Have you seen that meme on Facebook where it's, it's supposed to be Jack and Jill and it's like, these bitches are holding left hands. No. Every time I hear something about Jack and Jill, <laughs> no. it's supposed to be a picture of them because one of them was holding like a fucking basket. Oh. But the, whoever did the illustration, they're holding left hands. And so it makes no sense. <laughs> I'll find it. You have to show me that. I cannot it's, even picture it. It's like these dumb fucks are holding left hands. It's so funny. <laughs> Anywho, the roots of this okay. poem are so dark. Which, it's not even that fucking dark. I don't know why they keep... It's so dark. Yeah. That they should not be allowed anywhere near children. Oh, jeez. Jack and Jill were actually Francis, Louis XVI, and his wife, Marie Antoinette, who were convicted of treason during the French Revolution, otherwise known as the Reign of Terror, and beheaded. Jack, or Louis XVI, lost his crown, i.e. his throne and his head. And Jill, or Marie Antoinette, who never actually said let the meat cake... Her head soon came tumbling after. Mm. So that's where that came from. Oh, okay. That was pretty dark. Yeah, but keep it away from children. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bloody Mary is fucking scarier than... Yeah, and I definitely knew all of these nursery rhymes when I was a kid and didn't read anything other than face value. Right, and London Bridge is Falling Down, also darker than that. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe right. beheading's pretty dark, but... Yeah, but uh, what did how did they refer to it? Human sacrifice? Entombing somebody in a bridge. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a little bit darker than chopping off a king's head. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's a much quicker death. 
Yeah, a guillotine. Yeah, versus just, suffocation. Just waiting till you die in a fucking hole. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. The origin of this rhyme is by far the most infamous. The rhyme refers to the Great Plague of London in 1665. The rosy from the rhyme is the rash that covered the ones who contracted the disease, the smell of which they tried to cover up with a pocket full of posies, and the ashes were the cremated remains of the deceased. And, well, they all did fall down. Yeah. I've heard that one. Yeah. That one is fucked up. That one is really... I mean, that one, to me, is the most... It's the clearest. It's direct. It makes the most sense. It's direct. You You don't have to really bounce around that one too much to get it. Yeah. Yeah, that one's fucked up. Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. One for the master, one for the dame, and one for the little boy who lives down the lane. With this rhyme, sounds innocent enough. It actually dates back to feudal England, and it's not so innocent. There was an extremely harsh wool tax imposed on the farmers back then by King Edward I in the 13th century. One third of the wool was taken for the king or the master, one third for the church or the dame, and one third for the farmers. Some older versions of this rhyme ended with, but none for the little boy who cries down the lane showing us just how little was left for the people who cultivated the wool. Oh, that's so sad. It is. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to get her poor doggie a bone. When she got there, the cupboard was bare, so the poor little doggie had none. Old Mother Hubbard isn't even a woman. If the theories are to be believed, Old Mother Hubbard is actual <laughs> is actually Cardinal Woolsey from the 16th century England. Do you know who Cardinal Woolsey is? No. He was basically Henry VIII's right-hand man. Oh, well, then I saw him on the show The Tudor. Exactly. <laughs> yes. He was um, He was the one that Henry was like, I'm fucking done with you, when he couldn't get the dispensation from the Pope to get divorced so he could marry Anne Boleyn. Okay. Yes, I definitely... But he actually got... Can picture his character. <laughs> yes, Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once a very powerful member of the clergy, he found himself in Henry VIII's bad books because he was unable to get him the divorce from Catherine, of, from Catherine that he so badly wanted. So King Henry is the doggy and the divorce is the bone. The cupboard is the Catholic Church, which, which straight up, I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> I'm so not sorry because this is par for the course for me. <laughs> the cupboard is the Catholic Church, which straight up refused Henry his divorce resulting in England's separation from the church. Now, this one, I am not familiar with. Okay. Um, so if I stumble through this one, I apologize. I've never heard it before. Okay. Goosey, goosey, gander, whither dost thou wander? Upstairs and downstairs and in my lady's chamber. There I met an old man who wouldn't say his prayers. I took him by the left leg and threw him down the stairs. So... Well, that's already kind of dark, just as a child's nursery rhyme. Right. I have heard that before, though. Well, now we're going back to my main man, Henry VIII. Okay. Because apparently, this man's reign is bringing all of this shit up. Jeez. Between him and his fucking daughter, man. Yeah. All right. So, after England turned Protestant, following King Henry VIII's creation of the Anglican Church... There were plenty of Catholic priests who refused to follow the Protestant faith. So this, we're flipping it on its head, Mm -hmm. on the other side. So to avoid punishment, they set up small rooms in their homes called priest holes to pray in. If they were found praying in Latin, as the Catholics 
It says as Catholics do, but it's as they did. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they don't right now. They would be thrown down the stairs or put to death. What? That's how, well, in the... Under Henry's reign. Yes. But he wasn't Protestant. Henry created... Henry is responsible for the Protestant Reformation, breaking away from the Catholic Church, and he created the Anglican Church so he could marry Anne Boleyn. But isn't Anglican Catholic? Protestant. Oh, I always thought the it Pope was another section Catholic. of Catholicism. No, Christianity. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> if he found, if Catholics were found praying right. or even speaking Latin, they were killed. But his so, daughter. So is Mary the... wanted to go back to Catholicism. Back to, okay, gotcha. Yep. And then, and then Mary, Mary dies of like a giant like stomach tumor or whatever. Gross. Yeah, that's why her reign was so short. Gross. Um, Elizabeth the first mm-hmm. comes in and automatically Catholics get the fuck out back to Protestantism because who's Elizabeth the first mother? Mary. Anne Boleyn. Oh. And how did she come in after Mary? Did Mary have no kids? Mary did not have children. Oh, no. okay. 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 Mm-mm. Nope. Here we go around the mulberry bush. That the mulberry dirty. bush, the mulberry bush. Here we go around this bitch's bush. <laughs> <laughs> so early in the morning, we all sung this as kids in school. Side note, no, we didn't. Not really knowing who was going around the mulberry bush. Historian R.S. Duncan, who was also the warden of England's Wakefield prison, wrote that this song's origin lies in the practice of female inmates singing this who were exercised around a mulberry tree. Well, that's fucking boring. Yeah, I was like, maybe they had some, like, crazy stuff going around their bush. Bush. <laughs> their mulberry bushes. <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. I really don't like the word bush. Um, I don't either, especially when you put the word 70s in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Need a trim and a fucking chainsaw, bitch? <laughs> Georgie Porgy Pudding Pie kissed the girls and made them cry. And when the boys came out to play, Georgie Porgy ran away. Sounds like a fucking well, pussy. What could this be about? <laughs> right. Georgie Porgy, and I don't know, I, I'm ashamed of myself. I don't know if this is a French pronunciation of this man's name or if it's like a really bad English pronunciation okay. for this guy's name. So for my UK friends. Could you please say it with an accent? Like a French pronunciation? Because yeah. it's a French name, but I don't know how his name was actually pronounced. Yeah. But just like, Vivi. Like, add the- oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Georgie Porgy refers to an English courtier, George Villiers, Duke of Buckingham, who was rumored to be King James I, who is Mary Queen of Scots' son. Okay. So in Scotland, he would have been James the Sixth, I think. But under England, he was after Elizabeth I died. Mm-hmm. He came in, so he, for England and Scotland, he was James I. Okay. Um, he was rumored to be King James I's lover. He? The mm. Duke of Buckingham, yeah. While there's no proof of this relationship, so I don't know why the fuck there's a song about it, it was evident that King James was very fond of Villiers, who was given a lot of money and titles. Villiers' good looks are very well documented, though, along with his love for women. It's said that Villiers earned the wrath of several husbands whose wives he had sex with who did not always consent to it. Ooh, rapist. Yeah. We get why the girls cried and why Georgie Porgy ran away <laughs> when the boys came out to play. So it says childhood ruined yet. 
but I found another one that had one in here that I hadn't heard before. A nursery rhyme you haven't heard? Uh-huh. So here's one called Oranges and Lemons. Have you ever heard of that? Nope. <laughs> Say the bells of St. Clemens. You owe me five farthings. Say the bells of St. Martin's. When will you pay me? Say the bells of Old Bailey when I grow rich. Say the bells of Shoreditch. When will that be? <laughs> Say the bells of Stepney. I do not know. Say the great bell of Bow. Here comes a candle to light. Bow. 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 I don't know how it's pronounced. <laughs> candle to light you to bed. And here comes a chopper. Get to the chopper! <laughs> to chop off your head. Chip, chop, chip, chop. The last one is dead. Well, it sounds so sweet until you get to the chopper yeah, bit, the that is. The bells of the first verse belong to the famous churches in London, the very same churches that a condemned man would pass by on his way to the executioner's block. Mm. St. Clemens, the first church, is thought to be based in... I'm so sorry, UK <laughs> friends. I know that places out there, like, as Americans, we everything is phonetic to us. We sound it all out. I know over there, there are so many things that look one way and are pronounced completely fucking different. So if I butcher this, I'm so sorry. Just wait till March when we try and say Irish words. Because <laughs> those are not spelled at all the way they sound. You know, at all. sidebar, but, I want to learn how to speak, like... It would be impossible at this point, I feel like. I want to, like, like, pronounce, like, Welsh words. Yeah, I've never really tried. It's all consonants. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Irish words will be spelled a certain way, but, like, an S-C-H would be, like, a... <laughs> or like a sound, like an F sound. I'm I like, know. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> you cannot sound out skinny. Gaelic, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, St. Clemens, the first church, is thought to be based in, again, I'm sorry, it's probably not pronounced this way, East Cheap. East Cheap. <laughs> it's E-A-S-T-C-H-E-A-P. It does look like that. I guarantee that's not how it's, it's pronounced. Like it's probably something completely different. Near the docks where cargo was delivered from the Mediterranean, including oranges and lemons. But it wasn't just fruit that was unloaded at East Cheap. It was, I feel, I feel horrible saying it because I know, I, I can almost guarantee that's not how it's pronounced. That's fine. They're okay with it. It was also the dock at which condemned men would disembark to begin their final journey. So there's Ring Around the Rosie, Mary Mary. I don't even understand, first of all, the nursery rhyme itself. And I don't even understand anything you just told me. <laughs> oh, God, I know. <laughs> no, cause, just because I don't know what any of that stuff is. Okay, so this one is... Like li- the tutor shit, I can, like, follow along enough. That, well, if you'd like, when what we're done with recording, I can just break it all no, down for you. That's okay. Timelines. I, <laughs> I can draw family, like, mm. charts and graphs and... I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> just because we have to do my episode next. I can make that's you... That's the only reason. I can make you, like, family trees. You can sit by my bed and while I'm going to sleep and tell me. <laughs> I can rock you to sleep telling you <laughs> yeah. tutor history. Okay, ladybird, ladybird, fly away home. Your house is on fire. Your children will burn. Oh my god. Except for the little one whose name is Anne, who hid away in a frying pan. I've heard this one before, but I, haven't. I don't the remember fuck? the middle. What the I've fuck heard is this? The, the beginning of that. So this says, according to rhymes.org, the word ladybird is a derivative of the Catholic term Our Lady, and it just gets darker from there. I'm hooked. The nursery rhyme alone is fucking dark. Yeah, it is. They explain the tradition of calling this rhyme was believed to have been used as a seemingly innocent warning cry to Catholic, bleh, Catholic recusants who refused to, refused to attend 
Protestant services as required by the Act of Uniformity in both 1559 and 1662. This law forbade priests to say Mass and forbade communicants to attend it. Attend it. Consequently, Mass was held secretly in the open fields. Laymen were subject to jail and heavy fines and priests to execution. Many priests were executed by the terrible death of being burnt alive at the stake or even worse, being hung, drawn, and quartered. Oh my God. You know what is crazy to me? I just like blasphemed right there. I should have said, I'm like, OMG. I'm like, oh my gosh. Holy fucking shit. (laughs) I know. We're like very blasphemous people, which is probably going to do us. I don't believe in God, so I'm good. But anyway, it's so crazy to me that someone, that their faith is so strong that they're willing to hide these masses in the woods or whatever the fuck they're doing, Mm. knowing that if they're caught, they're going to be like drawn and quartered or burned or whatever the fuck. Like, that's like insane to me. I just. If you look at history, it's all religion. All yeah, of it. But it's just so like, you're still a human. You still have human instincts. Yes. Like, yes. And you're still like cool with that. And you're willing to die for it. That is insanity. People die for it and people kill for it. That's all history is. And it's scary when you The only thing I would it. die or kill for is family. Yes. And I mean, some religion, which I, I was raised Catholic. And I do believe there's stuff, but I don't know, and I'm not going to, like, risk my life right. against someone that's like, I'm going to kill you if you do that. I'll be like, I'm not going to fucking do it. Now, you can pray his- in your head, you know? No one needs to know. Now, historically, you know, obviously times were different. That's how life well, was. yeah, I know, but it's just so crazy to me that right. even then... That's how life was. If but if like, it was, I will kill you, and you do it anyway. If it was... Right. If it was literally a matter of life and death and you as a citizen you saw what the king or the queen was doing to people yeah i'm sorry i'm a follower i'm following the fucking masses i am not getting burned alive we did an episode which you guys should check out where we talked about medieval torture devices which was fucking amazing and i created them if you didn't know (laughs) yeah you'll find out when you listen right i don't I would never want to be put on any of those. Mm-mm. I mean, they were, to give you an example, there's one called a breast ripper. Yeah. So if you want to know what that is, go back and check that out. God. <laughs> it was it was just so fucking terrible. And the fact that you'd still defy the king, knowing that you could end up on one. It's not like they just gave you a swift execution. They no, they tortured, tortured your you. ass. Yeah. And it's I, not I like they were it. like, okay, stand still. I'm going to chop your fucking head off. Right. Or I'm going to slit your throat. You were legitimately I mean, they, made an yeah. example of. They were so, and so, so, so I'm, barbaric. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, now I'm, you know, I always preach like, fuck you, be you, whatever. But time, it's not <laughs> like that. It not wasn't that, like that then. No. Then and it was like survival of the fittest. You just... Literally. You keep your head down, you stay alive. Mm-hmm. Take care of your family. Because if you want to go against the king because of your religion, which you can practice in the privacy of your own home, you know, but you're... As kids, long as nobody fucking knows. Yeah, it has to be quietly <laughs> in your head. Yeah. But if you go against him and you do that just because you're like, I don't care, I'm going to still do this or whatever... But then your kids lose their parent or whatever, or your wife loses right. their... And, and it's not like they can go next door and be taken care of. Right. 
it's not. It's just so. It crazy wasn't an to option. It was worth it to them. You yeah. know, like their faith made it worth it, and that's just right. so nuts. Well, not only that, they thought that they were making themselves martyrs. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, so dumb. But however, if I had a time machine and I could go back to any period of time, that's the first place I'm going. That's insanity. I didn't say I would stay there forever. Well, you best. Be but like to be a fucking dragging hunk. that time machine with you everywhere you go, <laughs> because you might not make it back to it. I would do it if I could go and be like invisible. Yeah. That I would do for sure. Yeah. I would go back to dinosaur times. I would go back to Renaissance times. Mine's like, mine's like Tudors, like late 1400s and like dead center of the fucking Vikings. I would love. Those are like my three time periods where I'm like, oh my God, I just made a mess of my pants. Like, <laughs> I think oh, for me, that would it. be probably 1700s Scotland. Mm, Scottish like, Islands. Ah, mm-hmm. Outlander. I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I would fucking love to see that, even though they only have Sam Hewitt to women. <laughs> yeah, I would have to be uh, invisible again, and then I'd want to go to the future and be like, "Fuck, why did I come here? This is terrible." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I just I don't know. I just love learning about the history and the culture history and is how way more um, interesting than what I think about like seeing the future. I love the language. I love learning about like the ways of life, the mm-hmm. food. I love, I love everything about it. Ancient Egypt. Yes. Would be fucking cool. I just want to see like. Greece. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All of it. All yeah. of it. It'd be amazing. I have one more. Ooh. Okay. So I don't know. Have you ever wondered why everybody thinks Humpty Dumpty is a fucking egg? It has never no. once. It doesn't even say it in Mm-mm. the. No. I, I always wonder where that shit came from. I don't know. I really couldn't even tell you. Well, this tells you supposedly what Humpty Dumpty really is. Okay. Let me hear it. Okay. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. So, first things first. Where in the rhyme does it ever state that Humpty's an egg? Exactly. Now I'm guessing it's like a building or something. Mm Mm-mm. No? Humpty Dumpty wasn't a frail egg. He was actually a big, old cannon which sat upon a church tower in Colchester. Well, he sat up there until a barrage of cannonballs destroyed the tower and sent Humpty into the marshland below. Plenty of people died as a result, and when the cannon was finally recovered, they were never able to fix him back up to his former glory. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I wonder why they call him Humpty Dumpty. I think it was just for, like, the rhyme. Yeah. That's so weird. So... I will still always picture Humpty Dumpty as an egg. But... That's because every illustration yeah. that has ever been done and made about that rhyme, it shows some egg on a fucking brick wall wearing a hat right. or glasses or fucking like buckle shoes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Little feather hat and like buckly shoes. And a belt maybe. like a little coat. He has arms. Yeah. <laughs> His little fucking pencil legs, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said... I could not top your opener, no. But I got to make my little history was, nerd heart happy. No, it was it was a good like contrast. To the, it was a de- to the ridiculousness of the opener. It was for sure a contrast. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed the episode because I did. It was a lot of fun. We will see. You will hear us <laughs> next week. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Twisted. <laughs>